still feeling the effects of the booster um no uh headache that that night after the movie and then after that it just kind of uh i woke up the next morning and it was good your arm wasn't sore i mean it was a little sore but like it wasn't too bad my my arm's been sore uh today's like the first day that it hasn't been sore oh damn you got your shot like a day before i did yeah no mine wasn't all that bad did you get the flu shot too? No, I didn't. The flu shot hurt. The The COVID stuff didn't hurt at all. It was just like, whatever, regular shot. But the the flu shot, that felt like... I, I even asked her, I was like, was that a thicker needle or something? Was that a, like a bigger gauge? And she's like, no, it's the same and showed me. And I was like, because that really hurt. And she's like, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. I don't know. just look at you. You're being a little bitch. <laughs> 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 that's what she meant to say a lot of people have been saying that you big little bitch did i i told you about the car problems i was having right yeah but maybe you should just go ahead and retell the story for the listeners so i made my appointment for my covid vaccine for like three forty-five, and the pharmacy is like 15 minutes away and they tell you to get there like 15 minutes early mm-hmm. so I needed to leave my house at like 3.15, but also it was like school getting out time. and I lived near a school, so I was like, let me give myself an extra like 15 minutes. Okay. So like 3 o'clock rolls around, jump in the car, turn the key, nothing. I just hear the clicking of the starter trying to start, but nothing happening. Okay. So I walk out, and I'm like, all right, well, the next door neighbor is in Savannah. The neighbor across the street is in Florida. Uh, I had walked to look for the other next door neighbor. Their car isn't there. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I guess I'm not going to get my code shot. But then I remembered like, oh yeah, the, the neighbor's car is still here and I have the keys to her house. So maybe she has the keys to her car in her house and I could borrow her, her car. You know, just, just, I'm sorry. I need to interrupt you here. I am fascinated by the fact that up there, you're like all chummy with all your neighbors to the point where like you have the keys to their house and you can just go in there and borrow their car and they'll be like okay yeah it's cool because here i have a bunch of neighbors who i actively like i see them all Mm -hmm. the time and it's just like a head bob you know like hey what's up how you doing have a nice day whatever that's it i don't know their names know nothing about them just fascinated by that well i mean i've known this neighbor since i was in diapers so it's not like it's just a, hey, how's it going sort of thing. Plus, I'm, I'm watching her cat, so I need, I, I had the keys to her house to get in and feed the cat and stuff anyway. Okay. So she drives like a minivan, mm-hmm. and I, I, I go to get in the van, and I realize like, oh, her van is in the garage, which we don't have a garage. We just park the car in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm like, okay. Well, is there a garage? Is there a way to open the door to the garage? <laughs> so I find the garage door opener in the car and I press the button. Nothing happens. I'm like, all right, maybe I need to press it harder. I'm pressing it mm-hmm. to the point to where it's like making these clicking sounds that I don't think it's supposed to be making. No. Still nothing happens. 
call the neighbor again. I'm like, hey, uh, how do I open the door to the garage? And she's like, oh, you just have to mess around with the button. I'm like, all right, well, I've been doing that and nothing's going on. So finally, she like is like, oh, uh, there's a switch that you have to flip on the wall to like turn on the garage door opener. Like basically, like it was unplugged. It wasn't connected to the electricity. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I flipped that switch, got the door open, ran to Walgreens, got my shots. I I, I got there like 10 minutes before the appointment. Oh, so you just thought... Yeah, uh, there was one other person there. You want to tell the story about the one other person that was there with you, Jacob? Because that was funny, too. <laughs> so going back to uh, a few weeks ago when Gio was in Chicago and he had a story about urinals. <laughs> this is a similar situation. So they, t- I gave them my paperwork. And they told me to sit down in the waiting area. And the waiting area had three chairs that are like in bench form, like you would see it like a airport or something like that. And there was already a person sitting at the chairs. And like, so if you were a single person and you saw a set of three chairs, which of which seat would you sit in of the three that are lined up next to each other? I would sit at the one right next to the other person because I just, <laughs> you know, I love people so much. So, but yeah, I would I would obviously leave the seat in between us empty and and sit on the other end of the, I guess bench, right. like thing. No, so this lady she sat in the center seat of the three seats, just like what 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 are you thinking? Turned out this lady is the English teacher at the school near my house, which I don't know, man. Of course, I don't like English teachers. Never have. But they've liked you so much. They've given you all those A's and giving. Stay in all those A pluses. Oh yeah, that was that's stupid. Yeah, we had that teacher. You remember our senior year of high school? That was the, there were like three of us who had every quarter we had all A's except for that class. We we got B's. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Anyway, I just remember you and Stan having this rivalry with grades. And uh, what what class was that? What English class was that? I think that was eleventh grade. All right, is that literature or something or? Yeah, the literature class where we read all of like three books, and one of them was in the summer beforehand. Right, which we didn't even get tested on or anything. And yeah. we're just like, oh, you read that book over the summer because we told you to. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's start off the year with this now. Yeah, yeah. I just remember uh, Stan would always get a higher grade than you in that class, and uh, you finally got like an A plus on a on a paper or something, and you were showing off. And then Stan got his paper and didn't want to gloat. And you just had to, you just had to go, go in and be like, no, let me see what you got. And he's just like, no, man, just let it go. You did better than me. And he finally got his paper and he got an A plus plus and just put you in your place. Yeah. Ah, oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> so anyway, I got my, my shot, went home, pulled the neighbor's van into my driveway so I could, well, I had to push my car out of the driveway pull the neighbor's van into the driveway, try to jump my car. That didn't work. Ended up having to drive her van back into town to get a battery. I didn't realize batteries were as expensive as they are. Like car batteries? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised though, because I didn't you just recently get a car battery? I thought so too, but I got this one uh, two and a half years ago, which of course the warranty was two years. I mean, that's still a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think there's anything wrong with your battery. You didn't try to like just get it uh, like charged up because I know they do that. No, I tried jumping and that didn't work, so mm, okay. just got a new battery. 
But I, I, I spent the extra like thirty dollars and got the battery that had a three year warranty just in case. Good idea. But yeah, switch that out. I dropped a tool. Like I, I had <laughs> I had my one wrench like a socket wrench mm-hmm. that I was using to try to get the, the terminals off the battery. And I guess whoever put the battery before me really cranked that down. They were probably using like a pneumatic drill or something like that. Like yeah. something just cranked it down. And I was having a really hard time getting it off. And I finally like I broke the, the nut free and the wrench slipped out of my hand and down like into the engine compartment to the point where I couldn't reach it like from the top. I had to take that plastic bib off the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) No, come back. Which, of course, the tool that you need to do that was the tool that I just dropped and lost. Damn, Jacob. You you just had some some bad luck that day. Yeah. I ended up doing all this in the dark, and it was cold. But, yeah, got a new battery. Good good part, Jacob. I'm proud of you. Yeah. A lot of people would have just given up. Well, not you. I'm just lucky that I had the neighbor's car to drive around. I mean, it also didn't seem like it would have been that far. Oh, but you guys don't really have Ubers up there, do you? No. Oh, damn. You really would have been stuck. Yeah, or I would have had to wait until the neighbor came home. Yeah, but by then your your appointment would have been done. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I had my appointment on Friday. So you had yours on Thursday. Yep. Uh, and then didn't you go watch Spider-Man? Like, I don't know, you went on Friday, right? Yeah, I saw Spider-Man on Friday. Yeah, I think you went when I was getting my shot, or around then. Or either that, or you were on your way to go see it when I was getting my shot. Probably, I don't know. Nobody responded to me when I texted you guys about it, so. <laughs> um, probably because, all right, so, Friday, I had my shot appointment. Diana had her shot appointment. And I had work, and then I had work for like two hours that day. And then we had our, our Christmas party thing, which was at Top Golf. Ooh. Right? Like right off of like the turnpike. The north here. one? Yeah. Which I don't know why, but I guess they decided to do it there instead of anything else since they basically had everyone drive from work because they made people go into work. What? They made people go into work that day for two hours, let them leave at 10 to drive down. From Coconut Creek to Top Golf <laughs> in like Miami Gardens, which is like maybe a what forty minute drive. Yeah, M- maybe less with no traffic and if you're speeding a bit, but I'd say forty ish minutes. We were there until two, and then after that, they were just like, "All right, you can just go home after this, right?" But for whatever reason, they were like, "No, you have to come into work for two hours," and I was like, "No one's going to come into work and do any work." For two hours and then have to leave to go do this like ex- Christmas party thing. Yeah. I was talking to my boss and I was just like, dude, I, I live like 10, 15 minutes away from Top Golf. I really don't want to drive like an hour up to work and then like an hour back down to Top Golf and then back home. Like, can I just chill at home for two hours and then 10 o'clock rolls around? I'll just meet you guys all at, at Top Golf. He was like, yeah, don't, don't, don't bother coming to work. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity since everyone's going to be on their way back down at 10 to go get my COVID booster shot. And then I'll probably still be the first one to make it to Top Golf. So I make my appointment at, at Publix, thinking, you know what? 10 o'clock, everyone's working. There probably won't be a huge line at the pharmacy. I should be good, right? 
was wrong. I think it was wrong. We get there, 10 o'clock. There's like two people in line. And I'm like, is this the line for the COVID shot? And the guy's just like, no, you have to go stand over there and fill out a form. And I'm like, okay. There's two people working there. Both of them are busy. And I keep trying to ask them like a question and they're both busy. So I'm like, okay. I go over there. I pick up the form. It's completely in Spanish. There's no English form. But what, whatever, it's fine. I, I speak and read and write Spanish. And I'm looking at this form and I'm like, okay, this looks like a form that you fill out to get the shot, but it looks like one of those forms where it's like if you don't have like an appointment already. And also there's no pens there. So fill out this form with So I go up to the, the counter again and I'm like, excuse me. And finally this lady's just like just come over here. I'll be with you in a second. I was just like, okay. I mean, I just want to let you know there's no pens here for these forms. And also, I was told I have to stand in this line, but I already have an appointment. So do I still need to fill out this this form? And she was just like, I'll get with you in a second. I'm like, fine. Five minutes later, she's just like, you don't need to fill that out. You just need to stand in line over there with the other two because you already have an appointment. So I'm just like, well, thanks. I don't even know that. At this point, we've been there for maybe 10 minutes already. And Diana's supposed to be working, and uh, she just has like teams on her, on her phone and replying to people on her phone, so they think that she's still at home working, and she's kind of freaking out. She's just like, "This is taking longer than I thought. I need to get back home. I need to get back home and, and keep working, right?" So we keep waiting. Another twenty minutes goes by, and they take the first guy in line, give him a shot, and we're still just sitting there waiting and waiting. I think it's like ten forty ish. When I finally get my shot and we just like decide to like just book it and hurry and get back home so I can drop her off. And then I make it to Top Golf by like, I think it was like 1110 or something. People were in there golfing and stuff and drinking. I think everyone had already gotten a drink at that point. So did you win? Did I win at Top Golf? Yes, Jacob. Because um, I forgot to mention. But it wasn't just like the boys over there. It was kind of like the higher ups that were there too. So oh, so no, <laughs> so no, yeah, <laughs> obviously not. Yeah, no, my boss, my boss is apparently a very experienced golfer. There was like the vice president of the company was there, and he's obviously also a very experienced golfer. I feel like that's one of the requirements. If you if you become a doctor, you need to play golf, right? If you're like the CEO or VP or something of a company, you also need to play golf. If you're the head of a department at at your company, you probably also need to play golf. So yeah, no, we we I didn't get close to winning. These guys were just like smacking the ball and landing like the farthest like whole score thing. It was it was kind of insane. I, at a certain point, I just stopped. And like got a beer and sat down and just watched these guys hit this ball and I was just like, damn, how are they doing this like so consistently? I'm really impressed and also feel bad because a couple of them saw me play and I missed the ball like four times. But yeah, that was that was my day. And then two o'clock rolled around. I ended up going back home and just chilling for the rest of the day. At that point, my arm was starting to get a little sore. And then later on that night, had dinner, went to go see Spider Man. And then I started feeling like shit after we got out of the theater. Well, in your defense, you got out of the theater <laughs> at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I didn't think that movie was going to be that long. I didn't know how long it was going to be before going into it. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference, right? No, I was going to watch it regardless. 
the only times that I could get a like a decent seat in a theater was ten forty five is when I got our tickets. And it wasn't like it was all the way in the back of the theater. But it was a small theater. So it was like the back row of a theater, like right in the middle. So I could see the entire screen and it was it was good. But every other time that I had picked out for the movie or well looked at for the movie, the entire theater was full and the only seats available were literally the ones that were like right dead center, like right in the middle of the or right in the front of the theater. Right next to the screen. Which yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna bend my head backwards and look up at the screen and fuck up my neck. That that's just a horrible experience for a movie. So ten forty five there's always like half an hour or something worth of previews. So I guess the movie didn't really start until like 1120 maybe. And yeah, the movie ended a little bit before two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I know my showtime was like one thirty. The movie didn't start until after two and we didn't get out of the movie theater until like after four thirty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got, we got home and it was late. My arm was really sore at that point and i had like the worst headache ever so like we got home i didn't even talk spider-man at all like the entire ride home i was just like i just want to be quiet and get home as quickly as possible so i can just like knock out in bed Mm. and then the next day i was just like perfectly fine and diana was like in bed till like two o'clock because she wasn't feeling well i guess i got lucky I just had arm pain for a couple of days, not like with the other shots. Mm. Well, you had both, and she had both, and she had arm pain in both arms, so like she couldn't put her arms like above her head. Did she get shots in each arm? Yeah. Uh, Why, they put both of yours in the same arm? Well, so when I went to... So I went to a different Walgreens than my mom went to, because up here they had like... One Walgreens was doing Pfizer, the other one was doing Moderna, and we got different. I got Pfizer, she got Moderna, so I was like, why don't we just stick with what we got? I mean, you you, you could just mix and match them, and they said that that was safe. Yeah, but I don't know. Might as well. just If you can stick with it, might as well, I guess. I, I, I'm with you. The Walgreens I went to, she like gave me a shot, she gave me the COVID shot, and then she gave me the flu shot just like two inches over from where she gave me the COVID shot. She asked me like, do you want to do both arms, one arm? What do you want to do? So I was like, just give them both in my left arm. Cause that's whenever I've had to do something like that. Like I got a tetanus shot and a flu shot one year. I just did both in one arm. That was painful too with the arm pain. I would assume maybe that's kind of why it hurts so much for you. Cause you put them both in the same arm. Yeah, it could be. But so when I took mom the next day before we went to see Spider-Man, the guy, the guy at the Walgreens that I took her to was like, oh, no, we're not allowed to give it in the same arm. We have to give him in separate arms. <laughs> you just like looked at her like, is this a rule? <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I kind of uh, might have fucked up here. Yeah. Well, that sucks. I'm, I'm assuming you will regret your decision now. Nah, I was I would do it the way I did it. It's fine. Okay. The, the most painful part was taking the band-aids off, man. I did that when I got home that night and I didn't I didn't realize just like how stuck this band-aid was onto me. And you know, the upper part of my arm isn't exactly as hairy as like my forearm, but like I feel like it ripped off like every single strand of hair that I had there. I don't know what band-aid they use. Um so Diana's allergic to latex and 
the entire time we were at the movies, or even before that, she was just like, um, my my arm feels like really, oh wow. <laughs> You know what? That's a good look for you, Jacob. You can see that, right? Like this yes, dude. I can see that. Yes. <laughs> you look like uh, that that uh, that scene from Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, I mean, you can see like there's clear outlines of where band aids were on my arm, and the missing hair. Anyway, keep going. So Dana was just like, "Oh, um, the entire like day, like by the time I had gotten home from um, the the Christmas party, she was saying that her arm felt like." Like it was kind of itchy and then like kind of burny, and I was just like, "Are you having an allergic reaction to these shots?" And she was just like, "I don't think so." And then she goes to take off the band aid, and it's just swollen. And apparently, maybe the band aid had some sort of like latex something on it that her skin was like allergic to, and it had just swollen up. Could be, but uh, yeah. So she didn't have a great time. That probably kind of led to her feeling like shit the next day. Yeah, I'm sure that didn't help. But all in all. Not bad. I'm feeling good. Talked to my dad a bit. He's doing okay. That's good. Yeah. So, good times all around. All right. Well, welcome to Scattershot Thoughts. I'm Jacob. <laughs> That's Chio. What's on the agenda for today? Are we doing another uh, bracket episode? Are you Are you super excited or something? <laughs> no, not today. What did you come up with this time? Did I tell you, so when I went to Nashville, I was supposed to go for a hockey game. Did I tell you the hockey game got canceled because of COVID? Because of COVID? Oh, no, you didn't tell me. Yeah. I was more kind of worried because of all the tornadoes going on. Well, dude, I driving down, I passed through Bowling Green, um, which they were just like on the edge of the devastation there. And like, there were road signs, mm-hmm. the big green ones on the interstate. They were just crumpled up like paper balls on the side of the road. It was, it was bad. I, I've, I've, I've seen some devastation. I, I saw New Orleans after Katrina. I was in the Bahamas after like hurricanes Matthew and Irma went through mm-hmm. and this was on par with that. Like I, I saw like a, a, a news article about like one in particular, like tornado that landed. I can't even remember where, but like it went through like four different States. Yeah. I know there was like one that went through like an Amazon warehouse in Illinois and then made its way into Kentucky. I saw that one. I think that was the one that had, it like lasted for like 200 miles. That might have been it then. Yeah. Crazy. Tornadoes in December. All right. So Nashville, COVID. Yeah. Uh, so the, the hockey game got canceled. So we ended up just walking around Nashville, went to one of those rooftop bars, listen to music. So was it, it was all right. Was it country music? Yeah. Well, you know what was weird, though, was uh, the amount of not country music that I heard. Because, like, in Nashville, when you walk down, like, Broadway, like, it's every little bar has a band in it. Yeah. I heard, like, Blink-182, Jimmy Eat World. Nice. (laughs) It was was really weird. I'm just sitting here thinking that you would have just left there listening to all kinds of country stuff. I mean, there was plenty of that, too. I had some authentic Nashville hot chicken. Were they better than the chicken wings that you had last week? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you should really hate on your brother a little bit more for that. Maybe he just doesn't know. I mean, I. You would think that he would, though. I don't. I mean, he also. He likes Buffalo Wild Wings, which I just. There's nothing wrong with Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I can't stand Buffalo Wild Wings. It's because we only have, like, one by here, and it's a terrible one. Yeah, they're all like that, though. 
Are there? Yeah. I don't I don't hate on it as much as you do. The wings aren't terrible. I've had worse wings. And the way that you described the wings that you had at this place sounds like this is a lot worse. <laughs> you know what it sounds like we're working on right now? <laughs> we're not doing a bracket about wings. But anyway, so we got some stuff to, to catch up on. So the Game Awards happened. Saw that. Makes me really want to play that. Kind uh, of keep forgetting what the name of that game is. It takes two. Yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure that got Game of the Year, right? Yeah. But I remember you brought it up like last year or something. Or at the beginning of the year. I think you sent me a TikTok. Well, yeah, I sent you a TikTok of it. I was just like, this game seems kind of cool. It's like that um, that prison escape game. Remember? Where it's like you're you're playing one character and somebody else is playing another character and you have to help each other escape. Portal? Not Portal, but there we go. That works too. No, it's like um, prison escape game. Yeah, I feel like if I send it to you or look it up, you'll 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 know what I'm talking. About. It was kind of like Army of Two, but like you're escaping prison. Did we ever play this game? No, we never played it. Okay, because I'm seeing a game from like 2018. That might have been it. It's called A Way Out. Maybe. Sounds like a cool concept. Yeah, I think I sent you something about this. Like you get, you're you're playing, you're each playing like a different character, and you're in prison, and you're like trying to like help each other like escape. So you have to do like tasks and stuff, and like cutscenes like on your own, and like the other players doing their own little cutscenes and stuff. Wow, that's weird. I'm looking at on the Wikipedia article. They have a screenshot. It's designed exclusively for split screen cooperative multiplayer. Yeah. Like on the left side of the screen, there's a cut cutscene playing while the guy, the other person on the right is like doing their own thing right yeah yeah that's interesting so i thought of that i thought of that and then i thought of army of two and then i thought well i didn't think portals but that that also works out because i played portals alone but that we remember we played multiplayer portal too yeah it takes two i wanted to play it it looks cool yeah it's on my wish list so i guess if if ever you you see a deal on it on steam or whatever just let me know i'll get it Play it. Yeah. So um the game awards had eighty five million streams. Damn. Which is um that's a lot. Like that's bigger numbers than any TV show. Actually, I don't know. Let's see Oscars. I feel like the Oscars and all that stuff is kind of dying down. People don't really watch that anymore. Uh yeah, so the viewership for the Oscars this year was nine million. <laughs> so the game awards had more than nine times that this year. How many people tune in to watch like the Super Bowl? 96.4 so a little bit more so on par with with super bowl yeah actually 85 million people got to watch um imagine dragons play that song from bastion and then do that other song from the the show with the the league of legends <laughs> okay yeah that's that's a catchy song <sighs> eh. I, it, it is but i didn't think that that song went with arcane like i didn't think it matched the themes. Mm, I don't know. I think they just went with something kind of hip and catchy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the kids will love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear this bump? It's so fire. The kids love it. But I don't want to go through all the Game Awards stuff, but the three things that stuck out to me was uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer, which was also in front of Spider-Man for me. Did you see that? Uh, so we went to dinner before going to the movie. And um, we left dinner, and there was traffic on the way to the theater. So we made it to the theater like 15, maybe 20 minutes after the movie was supposed to start. So like 10, 
45 is when it was supposed to start. We made it there like 11, 5, 11, 10. So we missed most of the trailers. But when we got into the theater, it was like the end of the Sonic 2 trailer. So I saw Sonic and Tails on an airplane. And I was just like, oh shit. And then um, right after that, I see Knuckles beat the shit out of Sonic. And I was just like, Idris Elba, man. I want to see this movie. I want to see this movie. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, which uh, so I think what we're gonna do is just dance around the Spider-Man thing until the very end. We'll we'll save the Spider-Man talk for the very end, just in case people want to listen and not get spoiled. Okay. But uh, when I got my tickets, or when I went to the theater for Spider-Man, I I literally could have just walked into any theater I wanted and sat down. Nobody checked for tickets or anything. I think we've talked about that before. So I had the same experience at Oakwood, but Oakwood is I've always liked going there, especially with like. You know, since we've always gone there for movies because it's kind of quiet, mm-hmm. and they upgraded their seats, so like they have the uh, the little mechanical seats where you press the button and it just like inclines and like puts your feet up and everything, and it's nice, it's roomy. But just like the most important part being, it, it's quiet because it's not always super packed. And I guess maybe with that, people have just been kind of laxing on like the security. But when I went to go see Venom. The second time where we actually went to go see Venom, we could have just walked straight into the theater. Like there was no one there checking tickets. Yeah, that's literally what I did. I mean, I bought tickets beforehand because we we went to get breakfast before. Yeah, or I guess I'm we we went to Waffle House, so it was breakfast, and I bought tickets. But when I got there, there wasn't even a person. I just literally walked in, walked to the theater, went to our seats. Was this like a small movie theater? No, it's a Regal. Like yeah, I think it's got eighteen theaters, eighteen auditoriums. It's it's like the same size as Oakwood. Uh, I don't know. I just know that walked in there. We were late. I went and picked up the tickets. I walked inside and there was no one there to check tickets until like I got into the hall and then there was a lady who stopped me and was just like, "Oh, can I see your tickets?" And I was just like, "Yeah, sure, here." Mm. And she just told me where to go, and that's about it. And then Sonic trailer on screen. Well, I was I was glad that we made it, and I've never been more happy for like the thirty minute trailer intros that they have at theaters. Because I was just like, I don't want to miss this movie. Yeah, I think for my showing, somebody walked in like fifteen minutes into it, and I was just like, What are you doing? <laughs> you gotta just you might as well just return your ticket and go get another one. Yeah, I mean, different time. There were thirty five show times that day, so there was one like every twenty minutes. They could have done that. I saw a TikTok today of um, a group of people who went to go see Spider-Man. And I guess like the last 20, 15 minutes of the movie, there was like a projector issue and they stopped the movie and basically were telling people that like they weren't going to get refunds, but they could get like a voucher for a free movie like at a later date. But they weren't going to like finish the movie because they had an issue with the projector. And everyone is just sitting there like... There's 15 minutes left of this movie. We need to see what happens. You can't play this entire movie and make us sit here and be like, no, you're not going to see the end of this movie. Wow. So I felt kind of bad after watching that. Yeah, the movie was awesome. While we're on the trailer train, apparently there was a trailer for the Halo series released. An actual trailer or that teaser one that, what is it, Paramount is? I mean, it was like a minute long sort of thing. There wasn't a whole lot of of like content to it okay but i i found an article today that was talking about uh so this halo series is going to take place in an alternate 
timeline, like um, like the Star Trek movies did, like the new Star Trek movies. Okay. It's going to be called the Silver Timeline. The Silver Timeline. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I guess they can do their own stuff with the movies, and it's not going to affect the story of the games. But does it still revolve around Master Chief, or is it like a different person? No, it's still about Master Chief. Uh, it's okay. just... I think they just want to keep the canon of the game separate from the movies. Okay. And then the the other thing that came out of the Game Awards, the other trailer that I'm sure you saw, was uh, Star Wars Eclipse. I did. So what did you think about that? Um, the, I don't know, man. So the tr- the last Star Wars game, uh, also I saw, I think I saw a trailer for uh, the next expansion for uh, Old Republic. Oh, or Knights man. of the Old Republic. And I've I was been just meaning like, I can't talk to you about that. <laughs> that game is still out. Like these, that's still that's still going on. Yeah, 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 man. They're still getting expansions, and actually, because I guess pause on this Star Wars Eclipse conversation, because you know, there's has been this whole exodus from Blizzard because of yeah, all their, their BS harassment of women. Yeah, and everybody flipped over to Final Fantasy fourteen. Right, I saw that. But the, now the thing is, is they've gotten so much traffic to Final Fantasy fourteen. They've canceled people's abilities to get new subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you and I wanted to subscribe to Final Fantasy fourteen, they wouldn't let us right now because they've got too much demand on their servers. We got too many games, too many people paying and playing our game right now. So, uh, yeah, you can't. Play. So that means that a lot of people are starting to go to other places like the Old Republic. Damn. Well, I remember when we played Old Republic. It wasn't exactly dead. Like there were a bunch of other people playing it too. Well, we we did we did raids. Yeah, we were pretty involved in the Old Republic, actually. And we, I mean, did you play in the beta? I know I did. We both did. So we've been there since the start. We we took some time off, like right after the game released. But I think we joined right when they released the second expansion and played for a while. Yeah, that game's always had a healthy community. Yeah, I think I'm the leader of a guild. <laughs> would you log in and you were just like oh shit I'm the leader of a guild no you you don't remember that one day we logged in to play like normal and it was just like oh congratulations you're now the, the guild leader of whatever I can't even remember what the, the name of the guild that we were in was oh, I, don't, I don't remember what it was <laughs> but uh, yeah I don't know if that if that like relapses at some point to somebody else but yeah it's, it's, I can't believe they're still getting expansions yeah, neither can I, and I'm I'm kind of in shock. And also, I was just looking into it, and I saw the uh, the trailers for the other expansions, and the game was fun. I'm sure if I played it again, I'll find things to like nitpick to like complain about. But for the most part, it was fun. But the one thing that it did great were the cinematic trailers. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, kind of like, kind of like if they could just take the cinematic trailers that they made for the game and turn it into a movie. Yeah. I would be happy. But that being said, it's the same as the cinematic trailers for like World of Warcraft. Like those cinematic trailers are also always awesome. Well, I mean, I think uh, Riot has kind of proved that um, more of that needs to be happening. It does. I mean, though, I, I could assume it, it'd be super expensive because I can't imagine how much just like the what, like three minute long cinematic trailer was for, for Star Wars. I don't know how much that costs, but like, I would imagine it'd be pretty expensive i'm not sure if that would translate well to to making a movie now it might not be as bad as it was 10 years ago when that first came out 
But uh, so I saw that the other day, and I was just like, I need to talk to Jacob about this. I can't believe they can- they're still making expansions for this game. I would almost be tempted to look back into it. I was too. I, I logged in to my Battle.net account the other day just to like make sure that I wasn't still like subscribed to anything. And I saw some people online, and I was just like, I don't want to play this anymore. I don't want to play WoW, <sighs> but I want something to play. Well, that's the that was the big issue with Star Wars: Old Republic. That's I, eventually that's why we left is because you played it and you're like, wow, this is just like WoW, except for it's missing these other things that made WoW kind of better. Yeah. So we we eventually just went back to WoW because we ended up paying a subscription for the Old Republic, and at that point it was like, all right, well, why aren't we just playing WoW then? But I think our attitudes might be a little different now. Yeah, maybe. But so uh, you kind of already like tied in the the trailers for the Old Republic versus the actual gameplay. I think we're seeing something similar to that in this Eclipse trailer. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. The other Star Wars game that I was thinking about a lot this week was, uh, what was it? Star Wars Hunters or? That like Overwatch type game we talked yeah, about? Yeah, the Overwatch Star Wars game. Talking about the one we talked about like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars Hunters. So I know that one is, I think, out already, right? I don't think so. I think I saw like somebody posting some gameplay or something of it. No, it comes out next year. It was just like another trailer or some some stuff people were posting on it. But I don't know, Star Wars games in general, um Knights of the Old Republic was fun. But the only other game that I ever played that was Star Wars that like I really, really enjoyed was the Old Republic. And when I found out that they were gonna remake that for like the PlayStation Five, I was just like, I need to get a PS five. I want to play that game again. You mean Knights of the Old Republic? Oh, Knights of the Old Republic, sorry. What about the the Force Unleashed? I mean, the Force Unleashed was fun, but it was kind of short. And it was really, like, sandboxy. Or what about that other game? The, the one that just came out? Fallen Order. Fallen Order was fun. I still haven't beat it. I, I've got issues with Fallen Order. I don't remember what... You, oh, you got lost, like, trying to do something on a planet. For one, that game is too hard. No, it's not. It, it is. A, I had to drop it to, like, easy mode. Come on, Jacob. It's just frustratingly hard. Come on, Jacob. The combat, not the other stuff, but supposedly they they patched it to make the combat better. I need to check it out, because I never finished it. But um, Eclipse, <laughs> I think that trailer, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. But the game is not going to look anything like that? Well, I think it's just all fluff at this point. So there's things about that game that really excite me. Um, like, it's made by... Quantic Dream, who made Heavy Rain, which that was a pretty good video game experience. Yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, we all played that game simultaneously. Yeah, I think we did something really cool with that game that I don't think most people did, but there were four of us. Yeah, there, there, were, there were four of us. We, we, uh, we all sat down, played the game, and we all picked like a different uh, storyline to, to control. I can't remember who you were. You like the the private eye? No, I was the dad. You were the. I was the detective with the the, the glove thing that I kept running around using. Stan was the journalist. Was a journalist, whatever the lady was. But um, yeah, that was really cool. So whenever the narrative switched to whoever your character was, you just like threw the controller across the room at whoever was supposed to be playing. Was supposed to play, yeah. And then they would just make the decision solely for that character. And then we just like swap back and forth until like the end of the game, and then like we we saw what our choices did for the story, I guess. So 
uh, it's hard for me to separate what we did with that game to make it cool versus it actually being a good game. But I think it was a good game either way. I thought the story was good and it was, it was nice. And I always liked those games where uh, you make certain decisions and choices and they actually have meaningful, you know, consequences and, and changes while the story ends. Kind of like Mass Effect, except for, you know, Mass Effect 3. Yeah, so that that makes me excited. And it takes place in the High Republic era. Which is also, I think anything Star Wars, that's not anything that we've seen in the movies. So any anything from Clone Wars till, I guess, Rey is stuff that I want to see for Star Wars. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see any modern, and I say modern era of Star Wars stuff, but I mean, you know. Whatever you would consider a long time ago, but the most modern long time ago. I want to see further back, or either that or way into the future. I, I feel like at some point, um, maybe like closer to this, or maybe like when we get Acolyte coming out, maybe we'll do a deep dive into the High Republic. Because I've been keeping up with the High Republic stuff, and it's actually really good. I read up on a couple of people from there, just because I was looking at, um, like, like, I was watching some video on like the evolution of like the lightsaber or something, and it showed this really cool lightsaber from some guy from the from the High Republic, and like his lightsaber would open up and it would have like a like a hilt guard, but like the hilt guard would like close up when the lightsaber's not like on. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. It actually looked really cool. So it kind of it kind of kind of looks like Kylo Ren's lightsaber, only like the hilt guard like opens and closes with the lightsaber as it turns on. That's neat. Yeah. So that, that excites me. But uh, I don't think we're going to see that game anytime soon because uh, EA has an exclusivity deal with Star Wars until like 2023. Yeah. I'm not sure, man. EA has been uh, kind of messing up games for me lately. I, I don't think it's just for me. I think it's for like everybody. Yeah. Uh, my brother said something similar. He said they just destroyed SimCity. Which... Did they? Yes. Um, what was that one game that everybody was hitting on for? The new Battlefield game that came out was supposed to come out twenty forty two or something. So it was like a new game, the, the new Battlefield that was supposed to come out. I think it was like this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I think like within like a month or so of it coming out, they were already like selling it for like fifty percent off because like nobody was playing it. Like it had too many bugs and it just wasn't good. I mean, it's crazy how often you see that. Like, a video game comes out, and then two months later, it's on sale for, like, 30 40% off. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what else I got here. So, um, I don't even want to talk about that. Talk about what? So, the CW is doing another DC-based show. Is it the, it's the Flash 2.0 or something? No, it's um Gotham Knights. So... They're going to, like, kill off Batman, and then all the Robins are going to be trying to figure out who killed Batman, I guess. So am I going to be looking at like four Robins or am I going to be looking at like Nightwing and Red Hood and Damian Wayne and who does the other one turn into? Uh, You got Nightwing, Red Hood, uh, Damian Wayne, Red Robin. Red Robin. There we go. I always forget that. Thing. Yeah. And then I think Batgirl maybe. Oh, you said Robin. So I, I, I didn't picture there would be a Batgirl. But okay. Yeah, Batgirl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's basically the Bat, Bat family dealing with the death of Bruce Wayne. You know what I would like to see? Like a, a modern day, maybe not a live action version, but a live action version would be cool too. I liked Batman Beyond. Yeah, Batman Beyond is uh, that was a solid, solid show. I also liked Static Shock. I wouldn't mind seeing some more Static Shock. Well, you could watch um, 
Young Justice has static in it. Yeah, I remember. Wasn't he in like season two or three? He's in season two. I think you see him in three a little bit. Yeah, you do. You see him in season three. But yeah, so I mean, that sounds cool, but also it's CW and they tend to fuck up shows royally. I mean, they start that they can be good, but like the flash right now is like so bad. (laughs) Still watch it, though. Well, you're invested at this point. Yeah. And then for Biotalk, I got a quick one. All right. So millipedes. Millipedes. Mm hmm. Okay. How many legs does a millipede have? We're to say more than a centipede? Yeah. Well, so if you break down the name, right? So Maybe like a thousand? There you go. So, right? I mean, that's what it means, right? A thousand feet? Yeah. So there's never been a millipede that actually had a thousand feet until now. <laughs> well, how many did they have before? Uh, I guess before um, they found this one, the longest one they ever found was 700-something legs. Okay. But they just found... Where was it? Where did they find this? So this is in in Western Australia. They were digging. Dude, it would be freaking Australia. <laughs> for like minerals. Okay. And 200 feet in the ground, they found a millipede that actually had over a thousand legs. And I'm assuming it was also venomous. No, uh, I don't think millipedes are venomous. That's centipedes. Okay. Centipedes are scary. I hate centipedes. <laughs> but yeah, so they found, they've managed to find six of these things. Or sorry, eight. They found eight individuals. Honestly, they just they, they need to burn down Australia at this point, man. I don't know. It's pretty cool. So many crazy shit over there, man. There are spiders the size of freaking dogs over there. It's too much, man. It's too much. All the koalas have chlamydia. <laughs> Not all of them. Just most of them. <laughs> and then the, uh, the only other news that I have here is about Spider-Man. So I guess we'll do our dance. All right. We should probably put up a little warning here. Nah, it's not a spoiler. Oh, okay. We should probably do a spoiler thing now. Yeah, we will. When it gets to be the time. So this weekend, Spider-Man had the second best opening day ever in movie theaters. I would think that they would have had the first for the year. Oh, I'm sure for the year it was the first. Second ever. Beating Avengers Endgame. Or, sorry, uh, just under Avengers Endgame. Beating um, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. And wasn't Avatar still up there? Because I remember there was like a whole thing like back and forth with like Avengers and, and, and some Marvel movie. Yeah, I think that was for um, overall intake. Oh, yeah, because they like re-released like uh, Avatar in theaters or something. And we were talking about that. Because the Avengers did take the place and then they re-released Avatar seemingly just so that Avatar could take in more money and then take, take back its spot. Yeah, so that's crazy, man. Uh, at, at least there's one movie that's like back to the before times movies. <laughs> the, the before times where people weren't scared to go into theaters and sit next to other people. Well, that's good. It was a good movie, so I'm, I'm glad that it did well. So I watched a movie a couple days ago called Encounter. Have you seen anything about this movie? It sounds familiar, but I can't say that I have. So it stars uh, Riz Ahmed who was in um, Rogue One and um, oh, what was the name of that movie where he was deaf? The Sound of Metal. That was a, that was a good movie. So this is on Amazon Prime. But I keep seeing like a Korean show. It's a Korean drama that's called Encounter, I think. So that's the only thing that's popping up for me right now. <laughs> Let me put Amazon Prime. 
the, the the description in this movie is a decorated Marine goes on a rescue mission to save his two young sons from a mysterious threat. As their journey takes them in increasingly dangerous directions, the boys will need to leave their childhoods behind. So like the, the premise at the beginning of the movie is that um, there's like this alien parasite that's landed and uh, this guy's a Marine and he goes basically to try to like rescue his kids. Okay. And like the par- parasite infects people and um, they yeah. don't know it. They don't know that the parasite is infected. Yeah. And it's like transmitted through bugs. It's a pretty interesting movie. There's a pretty big twist, though. I don't want to ruin it. Okay, so does this parasite do something special to you when it infects you? Does it, like, take control of you? Do you turn into a zombie? It's very, like, uh, like, super... Do you just die? No, you just, you go about daily life. But, like, unless you're one of these people that knows about this, like, alien invasion, you wouldn't know that it was happening, if that makes sense. Like, it's a very, like, low-key invasion sort of sort of deal okay so like what's what's the end game with this parasite i don't know you have to watch to find out damn it jacob <laughs> okay but yeah so um i went into that movie expecting one thing and it turned into a very different thing that's all i'm gonna say about that was this a happy surprise or uh damn it i can't believe i watched this surprise <sighs> a little bit of the second one okay it was one of those things where like halfway into the movie you're like oh this is not what i was expecting to be watching but okay, I guess I'm watching it now. I mean, Riz Ahmed is a good actor, so yeah. Uh, so I saw that. I finally saw Red Notice. Okay, I'm, I'm one of the other eight billion people who've seen it. It was okay. It was. It was very. Um, I don't know, like Jerry Bruckheimer, like um, National Treasure, like slapstick. I, I don't like it. It was not serious in any way. No, it has Ryan Reynolds in it. It was like early two thousands adventure movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, we're both Pokemon Masters again. We are Pokemon Masters. At least for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> 45, 45 days. Oh god. <laughs> that season ended so quickly. And then, uh, so this weekend I watched two shows. I binged two shows that uh, there's a common theme. I think you watched one of them. So did you watch any of The Witcher this weekend? I started the first episode, but I didn't get to finish it. Wow. Okay. I know. I, I kind of just watched it all in one sitting <laughs> okay I mean, it's like eight episodes or something yeah i don't know why i thought it was like 10 but okay all right so how, how did you like that um they got they they left the um non-linear storytelling behind and now it's just a, a straight take okay so that's a lot easier to follow it's pretty good i think you, you, oh so you didn't ah uh, that's why you didn't catch the joke that i made dang so <laughs> <laughs> all the, it all makes sense now okay yeah so uh there's an american ninja warrior episode which is interesting okay does carol just like fly around and start doing some monkey bar stuff and swinging through ropes clearing some water gaps and stuff um you do he he gets some good fights this season i think the the monster fights were better this season than last season i don't even remember any monster fights last season they were like maybe one or two, but that's about it. I think he fought like some some ghouls or net ghouls or something and got bit like in the last episode of last season. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I don't remember much from the last season of Witcher. Okay. Uh, and then I watched another show about witch finders. About witch finders. <laughs> or at least it has witch finders in it called C S E E. 
Okay. So the show is it's got it stars Jason Momoa. <laughs> it starts it stars Aquaman. It's Game of Thrones, but everybody's blind. But they can see with the force. No. It's straight up like Jason Momoa is just blind. And the people he fights are blind. Okay. It, it's it's a good show though. There's interesting world building. The second season has uh Dave Bautista in it. And everyone is blind. Yeah. Hmm. How does how does that work? Do they just all walk around with like a, a cane and that's part of it. I mean, Jason Momoa's character uses his sword. He's just walking around with his sword, dragging on the floor, like yeah, pretty much. Just like hunched over with his sword on the ground in front of him. The fight scenes are like crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. Where is this? Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus or whatever it's called. Yeah. So it's it's wherever you get Ted Lasso. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. <laughs> so if you ever in the mood. After watching a show that makes you feel all nice about humanity, to watch a show that will probably show a lot of bloodshed. Oh, yeah. It's a Apple, TV. Apple TV is where you want to be. This is like the most gory thing I've seen. Um, and it, it is very Game of Thrones, complete with incest. Awesome. Because who doesn't love that? But it, it's a good show, even with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I will uh, let Diana know. Are you caught up on Hawkeye? Um, I am not. I think I, I'm still on the three episodes that I saw. <sighs> Alright, it gets better. The Hawkeye finale is, by the time this episode comes out, came out this week. Also, pretty sure The Matrix Resurrections comes out on HBO Max this weekend on December 22nd. So, oh, okay. So, that's an odd time for a movie to come out, but alright. Yeah, middle of the week. Yeah. And then next week, we got the, the first episode of The Book of Boba Fett. I'm definitely not gonna miss. Mm, we'll see. For for the main particular, <laughs> the, the the main reason why I won't be missing it is because I am off all of next week from work, so I have nothing to do but watch and catch up on TV. I maybe play some video games. Yeah, I need this man. I, I I need my my little vacation. I know what you mean. Well, I think we're gonna transition into talking about Spider-Man now because I've gone through everything I've got to say. But uh, I guess before we do that, we'll say from this point on, spoiler warnings for Spider-Man No Way Home. You have not seen the movie? Go to your nearest device and book <laughs> book a viewing to see the movie and pause and do not listen to what we will say because it will be spoiled for you and I will feel bad. Yeah, I've, sp- I've spoiled enough things for my friends here. <laughs> some intentional, some not intentional, and I don't want to spoil things for you. There's how Spider-Man was blind the entire time. <laughs> Spoiler. One day we'll have to explain the origin of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like most people could piece that out. <laughs> Maybe. Just what, what movie would get ruined if somebody, had, <laughs> before you saw it, said, oh yeah, that movie where he was blind, <laughs> but you didn't know it? But it turns out he was blind from the beginning of the movie. <laughs> you find out at the end, but let me just tell you right now, before you see the entire movie, he was blind. <laughs> Actually, if you watch, if you go back and watch that movie, because I've watched it again since I saw it the first time, it is kind of interesting to watch that knowing that he's blind. But anyway. Uh, spo- spoilers. Spoilers for me. That's right, everybody. He actually said the name of the movie. Now back to the conversation. You haven't seen that movie. <laughs> We just completely fucked it up again. <laughs> I guess starting here, 
Spider-Man spoilers. Full speed ahead. So while while we're talking about blind people, <laughs> Daredevil. Daredevil, our, our Matt Murdock, our avocado in, <laughs> in law here is uh, in the movie and was representing our Peter Parker. Which, okay, so they made this whole thing out to be such a huge deal. Like, oh, Peter Parker killed, you know, Mysterio. And then he gets arrested and all this other stuff. And then, like, within, like, the first five minutes of the movie, they're just like, okay, well, well, he's off now. Like, no charges are going to be brought to him. Some people still think that he killed him, but that's that's basically, like, done and over with. Didn't you feel like that That was just a little, like, like they, they just, I felt like they could have did more with that. Like, they just kind of brushed it off and just like, okay, well, that's done. I mean, I feel like that's probably kind of realistic, though, about, I mean, think of how many things people just get away with, you know? Or you think they get away with? I guess. Though I mean, they made such a big deal of it, like with the helicopters chasing them around everywhere, them arresting like everyone in his life, and uh, yeah, then it just gets kind of dropped, and that, that's it. Yeah, it almost makes you wonder if they maybe started with that and didn't really have a plan for it, so they just just like, all right, well, Mac Murdock, come off. <laughs> yeah, well, Daredevil just saved the day, and also the stuff with Happy with um. The Stark Industries being investigated for like missing technology or whatever. That never gets brought up again either. No. <laughs> Though I like the scene where like the brick flies through the window and uh Matt Murdock catches it before Spider Man does. <laughs> and he's just looking at him like, How did you do that? <laughs> I'm a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was you know what? I think um when I watched it in the theater, that was probably the biggest cheer was when Daredevil showed up on the screen. In my theater. Oh, no. In my theater was uh, that moment later on in the movie, which we'll get to. So yeah, so the, the, those the, the whole uh, legal trouble that he's in kind of gets just dropped really quick. And I feel like it maybe needed a little bit more explaining, but I guess the whole gist of it is like the whole world knows that he is Spider-Man now. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is kind of like... Uh, like a, a reflection of when uh, Iron Man first comes out, and he's just like, "I'm Iron Man." Yeah. So I like the, uh, you know, the parallel between the two there, since you know Iron Man kind of left his mantle there, you know, to Spider Man. So that seemed kind of fitting. But then comes the uh, the the other parts of it afterwards, which kind of suck. So I guess I would understand. I would understand why, like a uh, a college might look at Peter Parker and be like, yeah, like it's cool that you're a superhero and whatnot, but, uh, pass. Well, yeah, pass. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I didn't think that they would do the same thing for, uh, for MJ and, and Ned. Well, so when I was watching that, I thought, cause they go through this whole process of like, uh, opening their letters together and MJ like reads her letter or Ned, whichever one like actually reads the letter that says mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, we've declined you because of your association with Spider-Man. And then whoever didn't read the letter, the other person ripped up their letter and Peter doesn't say anything. He like keeps his letter, and, and so like the other two people ripped up their letters and Peter didn't rip up his letter. And throughout the whole movie, he's always talking about trying to get them into MIT Oh, so you kind of figured that he, he he got in and they didn't? 
I thought that was what the misdirection was. I thought it was that he got in and was doing all this just to try to get them in. No, but didn't they? They all went around and they were just like, like, declined, declined, declined. Well, he said declined, but he didn't rip up his letter like the others did. Yeah, but I mean, like, maybe, I mean, he just didn't rip up his letter, man. That doesn't mean that he got in. Plus, your your acceptance letter doesn't mean shit. You can rip it up even if you get accepted. Yeah, that's not like you need it. It was just, it, it seemed like they were hitting it so hard that he was trying to get just them in. Which, like, I get that he was... You could also read that as, like, okay, if you think I don't deserve it, that's fine, but these people didn't do anything. Yeah. But it just seemed to me, like, it seemed so obvious that they were going to turn around and eventually show that he got into MIT and they didn't. But that never came to fruition. No. So, they all got declined for it, and I guess Hope just feeling guilty about it all. was just like, I can deal with this, but you guys, like, deserve this and also i feel like i'm ruining your lives even if you guys are just saying like they they wouldn't change a thing it's like okay like you wouldn't change a thing but i I feel guilty about taking this away from you guys because this is what you guys have wanted you know yeah so like obviously i would change it to get you in which is exactly what he does is try to spend the rest of the movie changing it so they have a better life yeah which it seemed like dr strange was being not very Doctor Strangey in this movie. Yeah. I didn't like okay, so Doctor Strange has always been like like one of the smarter, you know, people who think before they do something. Yeah. But also He always had the I Agamoto and stuff, right? So Yeah, but he's never actually used it to do that, except for like an end game an endgame. Like he's mm-hmm. he's always been kinda like more observant of the of of his decisions. But also been kind of like full of himself i guess so i could kind of understand how they got into this whole issue but also i don't understand because the whole problem occurs when he starts to to do this spell in order to make the entire world forget that peter parker is spider-man all right that's the basis of the spell that he's he's casting um and he starts to cast it and Peter is like, well, I don't want MJ to forget that I'm Spider-Man. Okay, well, mid-spell, let me edit this, the spell so MJ is the one that remembers that he is still Spider-Man. And then he's like, Ned, and happy, and my aunt. And then at that point, like all these revisions, after he starts casting the revision, messes the spell up, and he loses control of the spell, and then manages to contain it after it explodes. So. It seems to me, like, if it were me doing it, I'd be like, hey, so, like, what exactly do you want? Like, let's sit down and talk about what it is that you want in this spell before I even start casting. Because we only get one shot at this, and if if we make changes to it while we're doing this, like, bad things will happen. So, like, even before all this, if they had just sat down and talked, like, okay, I want the whole world to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, except for these people. Okay, boom, there's a spell, movie over. Mm-hmm. but Doctor Strange didn't explain any of that well he kind of did but like he didn't think to actually ask he just started casting the spell yeah that seems odd so like, he didn't care but he cared enough to cast the spell which he knew would affect the entire world also I don't know how the spell would have worked but would that also have like erased footage or like things online 
because like okay the whole world forgets that peter parker is spider-man but there's still videos of like like news networks that were playing like these stories about peter parker being spider-man online yeah i guess you would have to like um make it one of those spells where like every time you see that he's peter parker you instantly forget afterwards like it would it'd have to keep going just like forever it would it couldn't be just a one thing or, or whenever you would see something that that shows that Peter Parker is Spider Man, you just kind of don't see it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's a, that's something that I thought was kind of odd when it came to uh, Doctor Strange. He was just like, "I'm just gonna do this spell to help you," and like, I know that I'm doing you a favor, but also like, fuck you. Yeah, that I, that <laughs> in, interact the the Doctor Strange in this movie is different from the Doctor Strange we've seen in other movies. So I thought the spell was. This whole spell thing was was a little weird, but I, I mean, I guess it was a convenient way to get the the ball rolling on the story. Yeah. So, um, I saw a trailer for Spider Man today, mm-hmm. uh, and it was showing the scene on the bridge where he's fighting Doc Ock, mm-hmm. and like you know how his nanotechnology like basically takes over his his arms. Yeah. In the trailer, they show his suit. They, they like you know how the the arms like change to like the red. Yeah, they showed that in the trailers before. Yeah, I never noticed that. I'm just like, that'd be a spoiler. If you were like, if you were like Stan, where you're like dissecting everything. Yeah. He, that, that would have given something away. I'm pretty sure. You'd have been like, why uh, Doc, why, why does his arms look like Iron Man? <laughs> yeah. Makes a spell, goes off, and gets contained. But I guess for whatever reason, the spell works in, to, what was it? So, like, instead of uh, everybody forgetting that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, what it did was bring everyone who knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man into their universe. Yeah, heard some of them. But then, so, Electro didn't know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Because the whole conversation that he has at the end of the movie, where he's like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd be black. It's like, well, then you didn't know that he was Peter Parker, then, did you? Why are you here? Why did this spell work on you? Exactly, and the same thing—the same thing with the same thing with Venom. Yeah, There's no, there was no Peter Parker in that universe, or even if there was, he he didn't meet him. He didn't know that Peter Parker was Spider Man. So how did he get teleported to that universe? So I think with the spell thing, you just got to kind of do like the oh wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff and just glaze just over like, that. I guess. Also, he saves the MIT lady's life, and she's just like, you know what? You're right. I am going to tell them to give you a second chance. It's like, that's, what is she, that's not how this works. Right? <laughs> well, one, it's creepy that you even showed up in the middle of the freeway and knocked on her door. That's just creepy. You don't just do that, even if you're Spider-Man, you know? Mm-hmm. And two, like, I get that like, you saved, he saved your life, and you're grateful but like you just did a complete 180 because right before that happened, <laughs> you were basically already telling him no. Um, so I don't, I don't. I, she just, she, she made, she made like a really quick turnaround there. Like, <laughs> you, you deserve us of like a, a fighting chance, and so do your friends. I'm gonna let them know. <laughs> now let me go scream at Doc Ock. <laughs> I, I definitely think um, Doc Ock and Green Goblin stole the show. They did, especially um, Willem Dafoe. He, he, he did, did a really good job. Yeah. Apparently he did all his uh his stunts. Really? Yeah, that was like his condition for coming back was that he would do his own his own stunts. That's pretty cool. 
which was like the exact like opposite of the conditions that like Doc Ock gave. Because <laughs> he was just like, yeah, no. And can you also CG- CGI me to look younger? Well, I I assume they had to do that with both of them. They didn't for uh, for uh, for Green Goblin. Oh, really? Nope. Wow. He even wore his original suit from like the the movie from his original Spider Man movie. And it didn't alter the suit or anything. Like, it still fit. That's pretty cool. The The next thing that made an impression on me, which I did not see coming at all, was Aunt May. All right. So, like, as soon as she said, like, Peter, you have a great power within you. I was like, oh, no, that's going to happen right now? What? Yep. She's going to give him. She's going <laughs> to give him the. She's going to give him the with great power comes great responsibility speech. You know what happens after that. <laughs> you die. You don't, you don't give that speech unless you're ready. You're like two seconds away from your dying. She died. They killed off the hottest Anne May. I don't know how they did that. I don't know why they did that. Broke my heart. But yeah, and that was pretty heartbreaking. I didn't see that coming at all. I I, I remember you were telling me that like there were a couple of moments in the movie that made you kind of want to cry. Mm-hmm. And I saw that part and I was just like, this is really fucking sad. <laughs> this is probably what Jacob was talking about. And then I was just like, he's acting like like a kid. And then I realized, like, oh, damn, he is a kid. Yeah. Because he's just shaking her, like, hey, come on, just get up. Get up. Just get up. And I'm just like, no, man. Oh, my God. No, stop. She's, she's gone, man. Oh, my God. That was so sad. I guess while we're on moments that made Jacob want to cry, uh, the part where Andrew Garfield saves Zendaya when she was falling, I was just like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. The, the exact same type of fall that I felt kind of happy about that. I, I mean, it was kind of sad. But it was touching. At the end, like when when he like lands and like has her in his arms, like that look on his face where he's just like, I I did it. Yeah. Like I I saved my not really his love interest, but like I saved love interest. Peter Parker's love interest. Like, like I he, saved her. He was able to, I don't know, redeem himself a little bit. Yeah. Because uh I guess when, when they all finally meet, he's uh giving his um uh, I guess like what have I been up to since my last movie sort of thing. And uh, he's basically talking about how, like, he's become kind of, like, cold and just, like, like a hardened Spider-Man and, like... He's like the Batman Spider-Man. Yeah, like, he doesn't pull his punches anymore. Like, he just, like, does his job and, like, saves people and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's kind of, like, given up on, like, the, the idea that you can be Spider-Man and Peter Parker. And basically is just, like, I'm just Spider-Man at this point. Like, there's no room for, like, love in this. Which is like the exact opposite of what like Toby McGuire comes in saying. Because mm-hmm. Toby McGuire is just like, <laughs> I'm a Spider-Man and Peter Parker. And uh, like, it took a while, but like MJ and I like figured it out and we're making it work. So like, there, there is like, there is hope for like that in your life if you want it. Which, which I, I really like that part of it was like, you see like Tom Holland's Spider-Man being like the youngest one. And then, like, Andrew Garfield being, like, a little older than him, but, like, kind of, like, really pessimistic about it all. And then, like, an older Tobey Maguire coming in, like, with, like, the wise, like, experience talk. Yeah, I think the three of them played off of each other really well. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole uh, web shooter stuff was hilarious. <laughs> what is that? It's my web fluid. <laughs> what? You mean you can't just shoot webs out of your hands? <laughs> your potty just makes that? 
Does it only come out of your hands? <laughs> Have you ever had web block? Oh my god. <laughs> that whole uh, <laughs> that whole rant about um, <laughs> you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I, it's probably embarrassing. <laughs> was the funniest thing ever. There were a few um, interactions like that that were pretty good. Well, they were talking. Um, oh, well, when uh, they first started fighting together and like fucking up, <laughs> and then they had their like little like group meeting mid fight, <laughs> and uh, Tom Holland's just like, "Hey, like we've all basically just been solo fighters, but I'm like the only one here who's been part of a team before." And the other two were just like, we have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, yeah, like I was a part of the Avengers. And they're like, was that a, were you part of a band? <laughs> what was the Avengers? <laughs> oh my god. It's hilarious. Yeah, you can tell, that was written by people who, uh, I think, really had respect for, for Spider-Man. Like, all, all of the Spider-Mans. And then, like, right after that was, like, the most badass scene, I think, in the entire movie. I don't know why I liked it so much. Because you just love Attack on Titan. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, it's, it, it is a good anime, but no, it wasn't just that. It's like, so like watching the three of them just like get their shit together and like swing out together and then like do combo swings off of each other. I don't know. I thought, I thought that was badass. That was cool. Uh, the only thing that I would have to say about that though, was it was hard to keep track of who was who, but I don't know how you would fix that. Yeah. I mean, their suits are kind of different. Well, Tom Holland's suit was like different from the other two, but it was hard to track the other two when they were doing their thing. When they're moving fast like that, yeah, and they tried to make it so they whoever was like on screen was talking, but even so, it's like they're all supposed to sound the same because they're the same character. So it's it was hard to differentiate the voices, even. Yeah, oh, I think we like glossed over like a very important thing here, where. Uh, when Ned Fritz meets uh, Doctor Strange, and he's just like, yeah, you know, my grandma's always talking about how we have magic in her family. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange is just like, yeah, okay, whatever you say. And he's, he gets uh, he gets his, uh, his ring thing, and like he's doing magic. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Good for, good for Ned. I, I wonder if they're going to go anywhere with that. It seemed like Doctor Strange was impressed. I think the funniest part of the movie was when Electro was talking to Andrew Garfield. And was just like, so that's what you look like? Like, I always thought, like, you had the cool suit and the powers and stuff. I, I always figured you'd be black. <laughs> like, do you think they'd be a black Spider-Man? <laughs> Andrew Golfer was just like, yeah, I'm sure there's a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. <laughs> I, I just started laughing so hard. I laughed at uh when he first said, like, oh, I thought you were going to be black. And Andrew Garfield's just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. Okay, so they, they catch everyone, and then Tom Holland is uh, fighting uh, Green Goblin and beating the shit out of him, and uh, is literally on the verge of killing him when, I guess, everyone's favorite Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, comes in and is basically like, dude, take your Spider-Man, and like, kind of snaps him out of this, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a, a, a good moment right there. Like he really put it into perspective for him. Like he, he can't do stuff like that. Like he's he's better than that, I guess. Yeah, and and then immediately after that, he gets stabbed in the back. Yeah, I mean he was okay. His his uh, explanation, like I've been stabbed a lot. It's yeah. Okay. Did did you think he was gonna be okay? I thought that no, was the I end didn't. Of it. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was gonna die. Yeah, but like I'm glad that he was okay. 
I, I'm kind of surprised. I thought that, I mean, that would have added some... That would have added a lot of drama to the whole thing. Yeah. And then, I guess, the ending, where uh, we get to uh, how Peter basically saves all these villains, but I guess the world is falling apart now, and uh, yeah. I guess the only only solution would be for the entire world to just forget Peter Parker altogether. Yeah, which... Uh... That that was like moment number three, I think, where I was like, I I was really touched because like he's talking to Doctor Strange about it, and he's like, Peter, you realize like all the people that care about you, and then he like pauses, and he and he's like, we, and then stops and thinks about it, and then he just keeps saying, he's like, well, we we'd all forget about you, which I thought that was really subtle writing, but that was good. Yeah, that was good. But then comes my whole like, why why couldn't the whole world just forget about Spider Man? And that he could come in and introduce the world to Spider-Man again. Wouldn't that have done the exact same thing? Mm, I don't know how that would have made a difference. Well, I, It'd be harder to erase Spider-Man than it would be to erase the identity of Spider-Man. I guess. Okay, so the whole world forgets about Peter Parker. But he could have also just been like, except, you know, these people. Go ahead and do the spell, and it would work. I think it was too late for that. Oh, man. Either way, he... Uh, did the ultimate sacrifice as a hero, I guess, should, and uh, basically gives up his own happiness for the safety of the entire universe and uh, makes it so that Mary Jane and his best friend and basically everyone else who knows about him forgets him. So, like, no one in this, in this universe, Peter Parker no longer exists, or at least no one knows who Peter Parker is at all. Well, nobody knows that he's Spider-Man, yeah. Well, no one knows that Peter Parker exists at all. Like, he erased his own identity. So, like, he doesn't go to school anymore. That's why he had the GED book at the end. Because he couldn't graduate from high school anymore. Because there's no records of Peter Parker anymore. I don't think that's how that worked. Yeah. Why do you think he had the GED book? Because he knew that going to... Because he he was... I mean, I would have dropped out of high school a long time ago. Yeah, And he could have just been like, Hey, Mary Jane. You know me. I'm in your class, even though you don't really know me. She had no idea who he was. That's true. She didn't know who he was. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, he completely erased Peter Parker from his... Huh. When he's talking to Happy at the end, he didn't say, oh, I'm Aunt May's nephew. He was just like, I knew her through Spider-Man. Wow. I didn't realize that. So I wonder if he's going to like change his name or something, go by Ben Riley or, or some something like that. Who knows, but... Maybe he's trying to build up Peter Parker again, but Peter Parker doesn't exist. Wow, I missed that. Hmm. Yeah, which I thought was like, damn, like the whole part of the movie was like he was trying to like have his cake. He needed to, you know, he, mm-hmm. he wanted to be Spider Man and Peter Parker, but Doctor Strange was like, you're living two half lives instead of just one whole life, and he gave up Peter Parker to be Spider Man. Wow, and and also for his friends and girlfriend to be able to get into MIT. So do you think that's the last we're going to see of uh, MJ and Ned? I don't know, man. I don't think so, but I don't know how... So, like, they get they get accepted into MIT, but that's in Boston. Like, how, how is this going to work? Does, does Spider-Man move to Boston to follow his love interest? That'd be kind of creepy. I don't think he'd do that. <sighs> yeah, I don't think that's what's going to happen either, but I feel like they, surely they're not going to just, like, throw those two characters away. Yeah. 
I, I don't think they will. But I'm I'm gonna assume that they they go off to Boston, go to MIT, and then uh, maybe come back to New York after they graduate to work uh, Stark Industries or who knows where. Or maybe there's like some powerful magician or something who isn't affected by the magic, the spell, and like Spider-Man pisses them off and they go to go after those people or something. I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. No, I, do know, I do know one thing that's going to end up happening at some point in the next three Spider-Man movies. Going to see some Venom. Yeah. I think that would be good. Though Tom Hardy is not going to be playing Venom. You don't think so? No. I think the whole thing that they did with him and the uh, and the post credit scenes was basically just a way to get the symbiote Venom into the universe. <laughs> oh, you think Danny Rojas is going to be Venom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Danny Rojas is going to be Venom. But I do think that the Venom symbiote that got left behind is going to piggyback his way to finding the the Eddie Brock of this universe. It's Topher Grace. That uh that that'd be interesting. That makes sense, I guess. Another thing that I that I really liked that, that made me smile was that uh at the end of the movie he uh he moves into the same apartment that Toby Maguire was in in his in his movies. Only it's not like as run down, I guess, as when Toby was in it. It's a nicer looking apartment but it's the exact same apartment and that made me smile and i guess while we're talking about the post-credit scenes uh the second post-credit scene is probably the most mad i've ever been about a post-credit scene in a marvel movie i kind of agree with you it it, it seemed really kind of lazy yeah it wasn't a post-credit scene it was a teaser for it was a teaser trailer. yeah it didn't it didn't tie into spider-man at all like not even t- tangentially it just it had doctor strange in it i guess and it was about the multiverse. That's it. Yeah, I I thought that was lazy. It made me mad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a scene. It was just like literally a teaser trailer, a bunch of scenes put together. That being said, this was probably I don't know, man. I want to say I want to say it was my my favorite Spider Man movie, but Spider Verse, man, such a good movie. It's up there, man. It's it's up there. It's definitely one of my more favorite Marvel movies. So I'd say I'd say it's top top three, maybe top two. It probably, yeah, I've been thinking about this, and at this point, there's almost, like, too many Marvel movies to where you could rank them. Mm-hmm. But it is, I, I was thinking, I think I even, like, texted you afterwards, like, probably, it might be the best Marvel movie. Yeah. I think Sp- Spider-Man just hits home with so many people in ways that other characters don't. I think he's just the people's superhero. Well, while we're talking about ratings, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. What does it have it? Right now, it's at 94%. There's no way. I think that's low. That is low. I think if you said 96, 97, I'd be like, okay, but it should not be under 95. I was expecting it to be at 100 or something just because, like, it was honestly that good. Well, the audience score is 99. Okay, that that's where I would have expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Man, these critics, man. Yeah. Can I click and see what anybody team? There aren't even any bad reviews, like, in the, in the things. Let's see. Rotten. Here, click. What do these people have to say? Fails is both a film and a piece of storytelling because in its dis- desperation to give its villains a second chance, it reveals that it has nothing new or interesting to add to their stories. What? Okay. No Way Home feels downright aggressive in its mediocrity. Did we watch the same movie? <laughs> I, I think these people uh, weren't loved as children. 
Short on story, long on insider humor, this Spidey entry marks a sudden drop in quality. I will say, if you haven't seen the other Spider-Man movies, this would not be one that you'd want to walk in on, never having seen a Spider-Man movie. That's probably true. I can't believe these people saying these things. A long way of saying not very much. That's kind of true. <laughs> oh man, everyone's entitled to their opinions. Uh, overstocked and underwhelming. I didn't think it was underwhelming at all. There was just so much to it. Honestly, it's like, there are some movies that are super long, and you go into them and watch them and come out, and you're like, damn, I was in there for a long time, and I know it. But when I got out of Spider-Man, and I saw what time it was, I was just like, Jesus, how long was that movie? I didn't, I didn't even feel like I was in there for that long. It actually wasn't that long. Two hours and 28 minutes. I didn't think it was a, I didn't think I'd spend that much time in the theater. I didn't feel like I was in there for two hours. Because the entire time I was in the movie, I was just watching it, and I was into it, you know? Yeah, there was no point where I was like looking at my watch like, mm, man, this seems kind of long or anything like that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I thought it was a really great movie. Yeah. Screw these people that gave these bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, I know they're dating in real life, and that probably adds to this, but like Tom Holland and Zendaya had like chemistry the entire movie. Yeah, I was, I was reading an article this morning about how uh, apparently... The producer, Amy Pascal, like pulled both of them aside and was like, do not date. That is a bad idea. It'll make things messy. Like back when they did the first movie. Yeah. And And they were just like, screw you. Much. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. (laughs) Kids will be kids, man. But good for them. And I don't know. Like it it really, I guess, maybe maybe it's just their acting, but you you can see that they, they had like a really good. Like rapport. Yeah. She had better chemistry with him than she had with Timothy Chalamet and Dune. She did, but I mean, there was no love part there yet. Yeah. Well, you know, now that she's not going to be, now that Spider Man, now that she doesn't know who Spider Man is, she'll have more time to be in Dune movies. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see, man. There's still three more movies to come out. Yeah. All right, man. Not sure I have much else to say about Spider Man except it was awesome. Well, if, uh, if you've got something to say about Spider Man, um, why don't you send us an email scattershotthoughtspod at gmail.com <laughs> yes Gio I had it pulled up this time you got it right man we don't like to say goodbye so we'll just say so long Gio you have any final thoughts um there's only one right answer to this Gio <laughs> <laughs> well I just want to say that uh, with, with great power comes great responsibility and there you have it folks Man, I'm glad you said that. Oh, also uh, toss a coin to your Witcher. (laughs) We'll probably be tossing your coin to your Witcher more next week. We didn't even talk about our Christmas plans. Oh, shit. I just realized that. Damn it. We we didn't even say Merry Christmas to anybody in our our thing. (laughs) Are you still recording? We should probably edit this in. (laughs) (laughs) So we said uh, our final goodbyes for this week, but uh, just realized that... uh, Christmas is four days away, so uh, I guess we would also like to wish everyone a very happy and uh, safe Christmas. Uh, hope everybody, you know, has has a good time, gets whatever presents they want. Is uh, sure to give presents because it's the season of giving. Uh, so make sure to make uh, somebody's somebody's day, make them smile. Okay. And there you really have it, folks. (laughs) Why don't you say something?
Because I said it last week, and you're all like, oh, no, it's too early. <laughs> it was too early. It was a week too early. <laughs> Say it now. Well, um, hopefully you don't have to be like me and get up at the crack of dawn on Christmas morning to go do Christmas stuff with people. What do you have to do on Christmas morning? Well, dude, I remember I told you that we signed up for this like Christmas exchange thing for when we did Thanksgiving. Yeah, you said you, you, said you weren't going to do it. Well, I said I wasn't interested. <laughs> okay. So I thought we thought that they did their Christmas stuff, like their secret Santa stuff on Christmas Eve. Nope. It's on Christmas morning. So (sighs) have to be in the morning. Can it be in the afternoon? It's at nine o'clock in the morning and they live like a half an hour away from us. So that's what I want to do on Christmas morning is get up at seven 30 so I can go exchange a $20 gift with a random person. Are you, are you guys also going to have like Christmas dinner at noon there? So they're doing Christmas Eve dinner the night before at five o'clock, I think. Okay. So you're going to be there the day before at five, go home and then be there again the next day at like the crack of dawn. Yes. <sighs> I am so sorry. So anyway, have a, <laughs> have a Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> have a better Christmas than he is. Be thankful that you've got family. All right. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll have to edit that little part in. All right, man. I'll talk to you later.